Welcome to Leave Empowered Wisdom Wednesday, a production of Empowered Entertainment and Creations. Yes, yes, y'all. It's your boy, A. Reeve, and you are now locked in to another episode of Leave Empowered Wisdom Wednesday. If you're a first-time listener, Leave Empowered offers career, fitness, and family counseling services to those in need of advice, a different perspective, and those of us trying to evolve into our final form. Returning listeners, you know the deal. Each episode of Wisdom Wednesday will begin with the question of the week. This week's question of the week is one that I came up with after a conversation with one of my really close friends and is centered around the rat race of life. I asked the question on Instagram at AreveLTL at Leave Empowered. Are you happy with how far you have come in the rat race of life? For the most part, everyone acknowledged that they still have some work to do, which is pretty good. This leads me to the speaking from experience segment of Leave Empowered Wisdom Wednesday. I graduated college at the age of 22. And whenever you think graduation, you think excitement, achievement, success. But to be honest, all those good thoughts didn't exist. I was met with anxiety, confusion, and fear. I literally had no idea what I was going to do where I was gonna go, I was scared out of my mind. I was getting ready to embark on the rest of my life and I had no idea where to begin. In fact, I even doubted myself. After getting through the peaks and valleys of being a first generation college student, (laughs) trust me, there were many valleys I had to endure to get to those peaks. But the biggest valley that I had to overcome was imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments, and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. I literally still to this day remember sitting in my introduction to psychology class thinking I do not belong here. These people are way more intelligent than I am They actually know who Sigmund Freud is. I had no clue who this man was. (laughs) If it wasn't for a family friend saying they don't think I would even make it through my sophomore year, which lit a fire underneath me, I would have probably let my doubts defeat me in that psychology class. After defining the odds and surviving college, I had no network. I didn't come from a family swimming in the Benjamins. (laughs) I didn't have what others had. But what I did have was more than enough. I had what world-renowned psychologist Angela Duckworth describes as grit and resilience. Grit is passion and sustained persistence applied toward long-term achievement with no particular concern for rewards or recognition along the way. It hit me several years later. After stepping foot on campus for the first time, 
I didn't do it with the intent to discover myself, explore my passions, or the things that excited me. I went to college because of necessity, to survive. I thought if I could endure classes like anthropology, biology, math, <laughs> I would be somebody. Never did I realize that I was doing so at the expense of who I really am. It took a career specialist to show me that. After a horrible first semester, I decided to start focusing on my passion. And my passion was helping people who went through the things that I went through, people from similar backgrounds that I grew up in, helping them persevere. That was my passion. I remember being so excited when I finally figured out my strengths in communication and tackling policy reform in education. That excitement came after years of not knowing what I wanted to do. First, I was a business major, but I couldn't do math. <laughs> I wanted to be an English major, but I was too lazy to write or read things that I didn't care much for. I'm sorry, Shakespeare. <laughs> All I had was passion for the things that I cared about, which is why I say it's okay to not know what you want to do, no matter how old you are, no matter your current skill set, it's never too late to learn something new. And I truly believe that. Society puts a lot of pressure on locking us in or placing us in a box. We ask little kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's about time that we reframe that question. That way of thinking is outdated. Start asking yourself, what problem do you want to solve in the world? What problem do you want to tackle within your career? Or how can you come up with solutions to those issues? After figuring it all out and gaining confidence, getting to graduation, the fear of not knowing my future or controlling my own destiny, that fear began chipping away at me. That same imposter syndrome I felt when I stepped foot on the campus for the first time, it popped up again. It also popped up again in graduate school. It also popped up again when I had my first real job and that every major achievement, I asked myself if I deserve this. Is it okay to be proud of myself? The rat race of life is designed to have us think we are supposed to have it all figured out. We compare ourselves to others. How many of us say things like, by 18, I should be out on my own. By 25, I should have that house I want because that's what we see in society. But what you see isn't always reality. I'm gonna say that one more again. <laughs> what you see isn't always reality. We live in the age of social media. We don't know what anybody goes through in their winning season to be comparing ourselves and our success to theirs. That takes a lot of audacity actually. It should always be you versus you. In the gym, it's you versus you. In the boardroom, it's you versus you. In terms of success, it's you versus you. Let's not get it twisted. When you compete with yourself, you are essentially dismissing the measures others have of success. So I wanna empower you with these six steps on measuring your own success. Number one, the goal should be to be better than you were yesterday. 
Number two, run your own race. Life is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And when you're running that marathon, do not look to see where others are in relation to you. Keep going. You will get there when you do. And when you get there, take some time to pat yourself on the back instead of being upset at the time it took. The truth is, a new house at 35 is still a new house. A wedding at 40 is still you finding forever. Reflect on what you had to overcome to get to your destination. Take some time to celebrate that. We all know some people have head starts in this rat race, but you still made it. Keep in mind, while you're pursuing your goals, someone else is gonna have that wedding and the kids you wanted. While you train for that marathon, someone else got their dream job. And as my friend Emma Lord said, when you look at the broad scope of everything your friends are doing, which is way too easy to do today, given all the outlets we can show off our achievements online, we only see the imbalances, AKA the high points in other people's lives where ours simply does not measure up. Number three, you get a better sense of what you are capable of. Now I suck at math. The sooner I figured that out, the sooner I was able to let go of that dream I had of majoring in business. I always tell my clients, you gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them. If I kept holding on to that dream and failing that math class, I wouldn't have realized that there are other avenues and routes that exist to get me to my destination. Number four, embrace the unknown. Be open to new thoughts, ideas, follow your passions and carve out your own lane. If I was still holding on to that dream of majoring in business, I don't think I would even have a business. <laughs> you see, the definition of insanity is doing the same things and getting the same results. I would have kept failing that code class. <laughs> Number five, free yourself from the judgment of other people. By competing with yourself, you are essentially dismissing while others think of your quote unquote crazy ideas that nobody understands but you, you simply answer to yourself. Only you can answer the following questions for yourself. Are you working hard enough? Are you doing everything in your power, everything you could possibly be doing to live the life you want? And when you sit and honestly reflect on that, you set yourself up for number six. You never rest on your laurels. Finally, I want to leave you with some resources and a challenge for you on your empowered journey. The following is something by Pema Chodron that I just want you to ponder. Right now, can you make an unconditional relationship with yourself? Just at the height you are, the weight you are, with the intelligence that you have, and your current burden of pain, can you enter an unconditional relationship with yourself? That's a deep question that I challenge you to ponder this week. I know a lot of us can't do that. The rat race of life has some of the most intelligent, talented, beautiful people thinking they aren't worthy, that they need more. You don't need anything more. 
What you need is to start believing you are enough. You belong in whatever room you step your feet in. Start believing in what you have to offer the world. Start walking in your purpose. And if you don't have it figured out, remember, that's all right. Take some time to reflect. Take some time to become one with your passions. Take some time to think about it. And finally, check out the book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. This book shows it's not what you know, but the passion you have and the persistence you have that will take you further than any degree you could possibly earn. And with that being said, I look forward to bringing you more peace and wisdom really soon.